Welcome to another episode of The Shredder Show. Today, I'm going to take you through what happened at the previous weekend. So I competed uh, for the first time in four years and the first time in classic physique at a bit of a whim at the Dubai Pro Show. So what I'm going to do in this, this uh, podcast episode, this video, is going to take you through exactly what happened at the lead up to the show, what happened at the show weekend, and what happened after the show where I actually gained five kilos of body weight, actually seven kilos of body weight in 24 hours and telling you what not to do. So firstly, um, why am I competing is a common question that I get asked and people ask that constantly. Um, you've got nothing to prove. You've got no real reason to be competing, blah, 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 blah. Um, what I would say to anyone who thinks like that is you're setting limiting beliefs in what you can achieve in life and the fact that you should be able to push yourself in different aspects of life, whether that be within your business, within your fitness. And I'm a big advocate of pushing yourself to the extremes of everything because when you push yourself to the highest level with what you do, then when you go back to like normality or normal life, everything becomes easy. So to give an example of that, um, during some of this competition dieting phase, I've been, I had a couple of days where I had zero grams of carbohydrates, eating 1500 calories a day uh, as a like 90 kilo male who's like 5% body fat. That's not a fun situation to be in. And what you learn from that is how to function when you're running on nothing. Now, when you learn how to function when you're running on nothing, when you go back to quote-unquote normal life, where you're not having to train two hours a day and you're actually eating normally and your brain works properly, everything becomes incredibly easy, which is why I'm a big advocate of pushing yourself to the extremes for certain seasons of your life. And the reason to say seasons for your life is that you're not going to be doing these sort of things forever. And that's also something that's really dawned on me in terms of I'm currently 32. I've got a couple of years where I can really push the window with this if I want to, which I do. And after that period this is not really going to be a viable option for me to push myself with. So that's why I am doing what I'm doing. This is why I'm competing. We competed at the Dubai show at the weekend and why I'm competing at the Romania Wings of Strength show in Bucharest on the 13th of November. Now, to recap in terms of what happened, um, the week leading up to the show, uh, I'd been pretty hammered and depleted leading into this. I actually got to a lowest weight maybe about four weeks ago of 86.4 kilos, I think, at one point, And I was literally turning into like Skeletor, uh, losing muscle mass and I was at the point where I had to get off the cross trainer and stairmaster in the morning doing cardio and then actually going to use the treadmill which when you're at the point where this isn't a good situation because if you can't even you can barely walk how are you going to train and retain muscle mass so from that point on uh, calories went up a little bit managed to bring some life back into my body but at the start of the peak week what we basically did is we went into a fat loading um, schedule so we took calories down and carbohydrates down to uh, zero. So he ran 200 grams of protein, um, 100 grams of fat. Now, fortunately, I really like eggs. I was eating a lot of eggs. I was eating like 13, 14 eggs maybe a day um, to try and get the fats in that I needed. So by day three of 14 eggs a day, I was getting fairly severely up, fed up of that. Um, but that allowed me to fully deplete my body and take it down to a very low position in terms of depleted from glycogen uh, within the muscle cells and also within my brain, which is why I felt pretty awful. Um, Whilst doing this, one of the other things I was also doing was uh, keep my fluid intake up very high. So obviously living in Dubai now, as a lot of you guys know, something that you end up doing is drinking a lot of fluid because it's incredibly hot. It's a city in the desert. So I was probably on average drinking eight to 10 liters of fluid a day. Now, the advantage of keeping your fluid so high at this point, firstly, I was hungry as assholes because I'm eating 1500 calories a day and zero carbohydrates. Uh, secondly, I was trying to limit the amount of green vegetables I was having to 100 grams per meal to not get bloated. So my stomach was literally just churning. And I was at the point where I was waking up at three o'clock in the morning and I couldn't sleep because my body was just waking me up to eat. I remember, I think on the Monday, I literally woke up at 2 a.m. and I was wide awake and I was like, 
I legitimately thought about going next door and just sitting in my office and starting working. I was like, this is retarded. You can't do this. So uh, I waited till three o'clock in the morning and then got up and started work. And I had a very productive and very enthusiastic day until I got to about 5 p.m. and died. Um, but it's just an example in terms of how your body will disrupt different mechanisms within your body in terms of when you're running or nothing. So my sleep was ruined, sex drive was ruined, generally felt pretty shitty. Uh, and this is a situation where your body is being pushed to the limits. So we did that, I think, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and then the fun started. So from there, um, Wednesday and Thursday, we did a carb loading. So I think we did 650 grams of carbohydrates the first day. And then on the Wednesday and on Thursday, did 750 grams of carbohydrates. And I'm not joking, on the Wednesday morning, the first like spoonful of cream of rice I had with honey, banana, uh, almond butter was like crack cocaine. It could have been like the greatest thing in the world because another great thing of pushing your body to the extremes, when you've not had anything sweet, you've not had carbohydrates for four days, your like sensitivity to food goes through another level in terms of how good everything tastes. So that was a truly incredible experience. Um, so in terms of foods that I was eating during that phase of carving up for um, Wednesday and Thursday, Wednesday is primarily doing cream of rice and just normal rice and rice cakes. Thursday, carbohydrate was a bit higher. So I was actually having a lot of, I had quite a lot of I think, cereal after training and some fruit. But generally I try and keep everything rice-based to make it very easy to digest. Again, no green vegetables to make sure digestion is all working smoothly. Next up from that, um, a tip for everyone listening to this, what I uh, added in there with the advice from Darren was uh, two grams of vitamin C uh, with every meal. And this is a natural diuretic. So this is going to start to help flush out any water. Also added a digestive enzyme to every meal. And then also what's called a glucose disposal agent. So um, this is basically a blend of supplements, main ones, uh, berberine in there, which will help your body shuttle um, glycogen into muscle cells. So the one that I use from that is called Glucox by Supplement Needs. We use code CJ10, we'll give you 10% off. Um, but that makes a big difference when you're pushing a lot of carbohydrates into the body. So Wednesday, Thursday, carved up. Friday went back down to uh, very low carbohydrates. I think we did 80 or 100 grams of carbohydrates um, to again start to try and deplete the body. Again, kept fluid fairly high, but started to reduce it down. I think we went down to four liters on that day. Uh, and what was interesting was the amount I was going to the toilet pissing was just the water coming out of me. Uh, and the th last thing we did that day, actually before going to bed, was I had a glass of white wine, I think. It was the first alcoholic drink I've had in about a year, um, which nearly knocked my head off, to be fair. And that was, um, again, just trying to help with the diuretic process of pushing fluid out. So the slight challenge I had with that, I have no alcohol in my house, I don't drink. And in Dubai, they don't sell alcohol in the supermarket. So conveniently, there's a Jumeirah hotel in part of my building. So we went in there and had a glass of wine, which was quite nice. Uh, basically necked that and I went to bed. Saturday show day rolled round. Um, and again, kept meals fairly small, just carbohydrates, proteins. I think like um, many things like eggs and stuff like that, same as usual. And then when I came into the show, which was running massively late, we then ended up having uh, using a lot of like sweets and fast acting sugars to try and get my body filled up again with the glycogen and carbohydrates. One of the things that was a complete mess with the Dubai show, uh, when I went to go and register, I think it was on the Friday, um, literally, it was, it was in the Dubai World Trade Center, turned up there, it was actually in the, like another part of the Dubai World Trade Center, I had to walk there, it was like 20 minutes. Walked in and there was like this massive room, like warehouse unit, basically, exhi exhibition hall. And there was just this huge group of like many Arabic people, no one spoke in English, there was no organization what going on. And at that point I was like, fuck this, I just don't need this, I'm tired. Like I literally was so close just walking out and being like, I can't be bothered with this, I'm just gonna shelve this. Um, but I managed to like rein my patients in, 
Um, and then I think after about two hours, I waited minutes to get registered. Um, and then from there, the whole thing was a bit of a mess in terms of the actual show day, because that ran massively like three hours behind, which didn't help anyone in terms of people coming to watch me because it's incredibly boring. They're sitting in a bodybuilding show all day. Um, I think I was supposed to be on at 3.30, when I was at 6.30 at the end. But um, my overall experience of the day, um, one of the things I have to say, I'm quite sad to say is that it reminded me of why I stopped competing because bodybuilding shows are incredibly fucking boring. You do all this work to be on stage for like 90 seconds. It's incredibly unglamorous. You're like lying on the floor behind the stage for hours on end. Like next time legitimately, I'm gonna take my laptop and work behind there so I've got something to do. Anyone who knows me, I'm not a patient person. So me like lying around doing nothing for three hours is like my idea of hell. So um, that was some interesting feedback for anyone who's competed before. We know exactly what I mean or anyone who's gonna compete again it's not hyped up to what it's supposed to be. But in regards to how I actually did, uh, there's 25 people in class C, I think in classic physique overall, I think it was 150 or 100. Um, we think I came 11th out of 25 in my class, just missed the first call out, which in the biggest amateur show in the world is quite a big achievement, bearing in mind, I decided to do the show on a whim. Um, and I wasn't actually supposed to be doing this one, especially the other one in three, four weeks time in Romania. Um, so really, really excited for the future to see what happens when I actually commit to this process more and actually put like a year of training specifically for this goal behind me. So that's gonna be a really exciting thing to see. Now, what you're probably interested to know is how did you put on so much body weight after the show? Well, uh, my partner, Charlie, made this like cookie thing that had like uh, Dr. Cream Egg Brownies in it, like Raphael balls, like even those Ferrero Rocher, like everything was insane. I ate probably, that's probably like 4,000 calories the night of the show. And then I think I had two burgers, some sushi and some other stuff. Next day wasn't actually that bad. I was like 90 kilos Sunday morning. But then the thing that happened, I never thought was going to happen. And that's, I went completely off the rails. So I got up and then I think I had like a cream of rice meal. that's like a thousand gram, thousand calories, which was like, I don't know, 150 grams of cream rice, honey, banana, almond butter, nothing particularly unhealthy, but just a lot. I had the same thing after training. And actually it just reminded me that when I first woke up in the morning, we had a load of cookies and stuff Saturday night. I found the cookies Sunday morning and started eating those again. To the point where I actually like no, like didn't even realize what I was doing until I'd eaten them. And I was like, I need to throw the rest of these away. So I threw those away to stop me doing that. Um, I consciously can't have like dark chocolate in my fridge because I even caught myself earlier doing it twice. I go looking for it and I don't even realize I'm doing it. I'm like a zombie looking for like dark chocolate. So a huge tip for anyone. If you find yourself like you're a secret eater, a secret picker, don't have that food easily available in your fridge because you'll probably end up eating a couple hundred, hundred extra calories a day you don't even realize. Um, but from there on Sunday after training, I had another cream of rice meal, tons of calories in that. And I think I ordered like a chicken wrap. Um, I had some other like junky food I shouldn't have done. And I went out for dinner. So anyone who's in Dubai, this is the best Italian restaurant in Dubai. So a huge tip called Il Boro. Uh, I went there, had a calamari starter, an entire bread basket. I then ordered a fillet steak that was great. And then I also had a whole pizza, a truffle pizza, which was awesome. Uh, and then I decided I still wasn't done. So then when I got home, I ordered three massive cookies and ate those. I then went to bed with incredibly bad acid reflux. And I had that the entirety of Monday that when I trained on Monday, I could actually like was physically starting to be a bit sick. So like at the beginning of this podcast, I talked about how pushing yourself to extremes like brings you back to normality. Like when I competed before four years ago, I remember actually throwing up in the night after the show because I ate so much. And that's just my mentality is very much like all or nothing. And that's not necessarily a good thing, but you have to remember these things are things to learn from. So for me, like doing that at the weekend and was getting that out of my system for days, like 
fuck that. I don't want junk food. I don't want to feel like I did on Monday again. I don't want to put on five kilos of water weight in a day because you feel like shit. My brain felt awful. My stomach felt terrible. And you also have to remember that there's a huge link between the gut and brain. So if your stomach is really messed up and inflamed because you've been eating cookies and pizza and all sorts of stuff you shouldn't be doing, then your brain is not going to be working optimally. And if you're looking to be a high-performance athlete, high-performance entrepreneur, you need to be, have your brain functioning at full bore, full speed. So this is exactly what happened within the Dubai show. Uh, I absolutely loved the process, didn't like the hanging around, didn't like the waiting around, but I actually really enjoyed the stage time and um, just had fun with it, didn't really put much pressure on myself. Really excited to see what happens with the Romania show that's coming up. Uh, it's in two, three weeks' time. And then really excited to see how much muscle mass I can gain in the next 12 months before the next show because I've got, I think, four or five kilos I can gain before I hit the weight limit. So the weight limit, I think, is 92, 93 kilos for me. I think at registration, I was uh, 89. So I've still got a long way I can go in terms of filling out my physique. So that's really exciting in terms of how much I can push it from that aspect. If you want any help with your own fitness journey and looking to level up your own physique uh, coming into 2023 and the end of 2022, we've just launched our Black Friday promo in terms of the offer we have for our coaching program. You can get up to six months free coaching. So if you'd be interested in taking advantage of this huge offer, hit the link below the podcast to check that out. You can book in your free strategy call. If you found this episode inspiring, informational, informational, if that's even a word, uh, and enjoyed it, make sure you leave us a five-star review and I'll continue to document more about what I'm doing with my own training and my own life as well as having some of the world's best guests coming on into the podcast studio. And make sure you subscribe and see you next episode soon.